kubwa into our major service the main service katika ibada yetu ku in our main service tonight katika ibada yetu ku usiku wa leo we are again looking at our reference scripture where we began from tena tunaangazia andiko letu la kunuku mahali ambapo tulianzia and turn with me blessed people right away the book of luke chapter 9 verse 23 na geuka pamoja nami moja kwa moja watu wabarikiwe kwenye kitabu cha luka sura ya 9 verse 23 and i'm very grateful for the swahili translator because she really keeps up with the pace Mustari. for the many nations Mstari wa 23. Luke chapter 9. Luka sura ya 9. Verse 23. Mstari wa 23. This holy moment in the church. Wakati huu mtakatifu kabisa kwa kanisa. When the cripples are being raised wakati, in the church. Wakati the holy moment in the church. Wakati ambapo viweta wanainuliwa katika kanisa, wakati mtakatifu kabisa kanisani. The moment of holiness. Wakati wa utakatifu When the church has become the holy land of God the spiritual holy land of God. Wakati ambapo kanisa imefanyika ardhi takatifu ya Mungu. This is such a pivotal time a critical time. Huni wakati ulionyeti wa muhimu kabisa. The history of the church. Katika historia ya kanisa. So turn with me to Luke 9:23 so we may catch base again. Hivyo basi geuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9 mstari wa 23 ili kwamba tukapate kuwa katika kurusa moja tena. And he says the following. He says. Anasema, Then he said to them all. Wote, if anyone would come after me. Kama yote atanifuata, he must deny himself. Mwenyewe, and take up his cross daily. Wake kila siku, and follow me. Anifuate, for whoever wants to save his life kwa maana yeyote anayetaka kuokoa maisha yake we lose it atayapoteza but whoever loses his life for me lakini yeyote atakayepoteza maisha yake kwa njia will save it atayaokoa what good is it for a man to gain the whole world je itamfaidi nini mtu kupata ulimwengu wote and yet lose or forfeit they are very self lakini ayapoteze maisha yake mwenyewe if anybody is ashamed of me kama mtu yeyote akinionea aibu and my words mimi na maneno yangu the son of man mwana wa adamu will be ashamed of him atamuonea mtu huyo aibu when he comes in his glory atakapokuja katika utukufu wake and in the glory of the father na katika utukufu wa baba yake and of his holy angels na wa malaika wake watakatifu so that has been our reference scripture foundation scripture hivyo basi hilo limekuwa andiko letu la kurejelea andiko letu la msingi let me read the second one and then i'll summarize them together and then make a move wacha nisome ya pili alafu nitaitia katika mutasari pamoja halafu nisonge mbele the book of romans chapter 8 so you may see what we have seen before we have seen recently kitabu cha warumi sura ya 8 ili kwamba mpate kuona yale ambayo tumeona hivi majuzi what we used to build our sermon to build this conversation in the past few sermons kile ambacho tumekuwa tukijenga mazungumzo haya katika past few services katika ibada zetu zilizopita chache And he says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. The book of Romans chapter 8 turn with me there blessed people. Kitabu cha Warumi sura ya 8 geuka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwe. Katika siku barikiwa sana. In the history of the church. Katika historia ya kanisa. The hour of holiness in the church. Saya utakatifu kanisani. The holy hour in the house of the Lord. Cripples are getting up and walking. Saa takatifu kabisa katika nyumba ya Bwana viweta wanasimama na kutembea. We should tell you that the presence of the Lord 
has come has now come into the house of the Lord. Ambaye pasa kuambia ya kwamba uwepo wa Mungu sasa umekuja katika nyumba ya Bwana. When he sent these two prophets. Alipowatuma hawa manabii wawili. Romans Romans 8 I'm reading 12 to 27. Kitabu cha Warumi sura 8 nasoma mstari wa 12 hadi 27. And he says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. Therefore brothers kwa hiyo ndugu zangu we have no we have an obligation but it is not to the sinful nature sisi tu wadeni lakini sio kwa asili ya dhambi to live according to it ili tuishi kufuatia mwili for if you live according to the sinful nature kwa maana mkiishi kufuatia asili ya dhambi you will die mtakufa but if the spirit again but if the spirit you put to death again but if by the spirit of the lord you put to death the evil and wickedness and misdeeds of the body lakini kama mkiaua matendo ya mwili kwa roho the evil the wickedness of the body uovu udhalimu wa mwili you will live mtaishi by the spirit of god again he says is when you put to death anasemea kwamba kwa roho wa bwana ndipo unapoua so you can tell kwa hivyo mnaweza kutambua that in romans 8 is now centering the holy spirit ya kwamba katika kitabu cha warumi sura ya nane anaweka shina la kati roho mtakatifu and he say na anasema that since you are born again ya kwamba kwa sababu mmeokoka you have no obligation at all meaning you cannot respond to you cannot obey ya kwamba ninyi sio wadeni kumaanisha kwamba hamuwezi kutii you cannot obey the sinful nature anymore hamuwezi kutii ila asili ya dhambi You have no obligation to respond to his demands. Ninyi sio wadeni hamuhitaji kabisa kabisa kuitikia ile mivutumisukumo yake. And then he says. However, lakini by the power of the spirit of the Lord. Kwa nguvu za roho wa Bwana. If you bring to fatality, bring to death. Kama mkileta kwa ubatili, kwa kifo. The sinful nature of the flesh. Bila asili za dhambi za mwili. The wickedness of the flesh. Ule uovu wa dhambi. Then you will live. Anasema kwamba basi mtaishi. So in other words he begins by centering the Holy Spirit. Kwa hivyo basi kwa maneno mengine anaanza kwa kumweka shina la kati Roho Mtakatifu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the life of the church. Katika maisha ya kanisa. Then he goes on to say here. Halafu anaendelea kusema. He says then you will live. Alafu anasema basi mtaishi. Because those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Kwa kuwa wote wanaoongozwa na roho wa Mungu hao ndio watoto wa Mungu. So now again now he brings in sonship. Hivyo basi sasa tena analeta ndani uwana. He brings in his election, Anal- his calling, at- his identification of the church. Anaingiza ndani utauzi wake, mwito wake, kitambulisho chake kwa kanisa. And each of these steps. Na kila moja wapo hizi hatua. Should be a moment of audit in the current church. Yapaswa kuwa wakati wa ukaguzi katika kanisa la sasa hivi. Because he's saying those who live by the spirit of the Lord are the ones who are his sons. In sonship, his children his people his church his followers kwa sababu anasemea kwamba wale wanaoishi ya kwamba wale wanaoishi kwa roho mtakatifu they are the ones who are his people hao ndio ambao ni watu wake his church kanisa lake his followers wafuasi wake they enter his sonship wanaingia katika uwana wake In other words, mengine, they enter adoption of sonship wan- to be adopted in the family of God. And so you should then ask yourself the hivi, present day church. Hivi, with all the tendency towards sin. They are tendency, they 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 are leaning towards sinning. Na 
they really have the Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit, the first duty is to reveal the holiness of Jesus to the Christian. And so now, he's asking here very clearly, is the present day church walking in the spirit of the Lord. Because he says, if you walk in the spirit of the Lord, he will crush the flesh and the sinful desires of the flesh. Verse 15 he says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit. That we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering, provided we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. In other words, there is no glory without pain. There is no glory without suffering. That's what he's saying here. That provided you share in his suffering, then you too will enjoy the glorification when the Messiah is revealed. For I consider that our present suffering are not worthy comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. He's talking big things here. He's talking about inheritance of the kingdom of God. And he's saying that now you become heirs. You become inheritors. Heirs to the kingdom of God, heirs of God. And then he says, go heirs with Christ. And we saw that Christ in his supremacy, everything he has inherited, everything belongs to him. He's saying heaven belongs to him. So he is the one who has inherited the throne of God. He's the royal prince. And he's saying that he's the one to inherit. He owns the new earth and the new heaven coming. That is coming. He says, He created them all, including the cherubim and the seraphim. Even the new Jerusalem, 
That is his inheritance. And then he says, now you are co-heirs with him. And so he says, if you give due consideration to the glory that is coming your way to be revealed to you, that is coming your way, the glory that will be revealed to you. It's nothing. When you look at the suffering on the earth, it's nothing compared to that glory. You cannot even compare the two. Then you rather go through what you need to go through by walking holy Christian life. Let people reject you. Let them blackmail you. Let them speak against you. Let them abuse you. Let them insult you. Let them do anything they want. But you keep you are heavenly inheritance. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, to futility, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope. Kwa maana uumbaji wote uliwekwa chini ya ubatili si kwa chaguo lao bali kwa mapenzi yake yeye aliyevitisha katika tumaini in hope na tumaini that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God on that day Hallelujah. And so we saw very clearly then that the fall of man in the garden of Eden was quite expensive because out of that fall God cast man and then cast creation and he said the entire creation is also waiting for a day of deliverance the day of liberation and he says creation is groaning meaning they are crying out for when they will be redeemed for their day of redemption what a tremendous consequence of sin cost of sin the tsunamis the oceans are roaring the earthquakes the birds are crying all the time the lions are roaring the cows are mooing situation the whole earth is groaning we know that the whole creation has been groaning in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time not only so but we ourselves who of the first fruits of the spirit we groan inwards as sons we groan inwardly 
as we eagerly await for our adoption into sons ambao ndio matunda ya roho mtakatifu ya kwanza kwa ndani tunalia kwa uchungu tukisubiri kwa shauku kufanya uwana wa Mungu the redemption of our bodies ukombozi wa mili yetu can talk about the glorious bodies now which will house your soul tena anazungumza kuhusiana dwelling tena anazungumza kuhusiana na mili ya utukufu ambayo ndio itakuwa makazi ya nafsi yako makao ya milele and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema for again for in this hope we were saved kwa maana tuliokolewa kwa tumaini hili but hope that is seen is no hope at all lakini kama kinachotumainiwa kikionekana dhakiwi tumaini tena who hopes for what he has already what, what he already has je kuna mtu anayetumainia kupata kitu anacho alichonacho tayari but if we hope for what we do not yet have we wait for it patiently lakini tunapotumaini kupata kitu ambacho hatuna basi tukingojea kwa saburi. He's talking about faith. Anazungumza kuhusu imani. What is coming? Kile kinachokuja. What the glory to be revealed on that day. Utukufu utakaofunuliwa katika siku hiyo. Verse 26. In the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness. Vivyo hivyo roho hutusaidia katika udhaifu wetu. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Kwa sababu hatujui kuombea kuomba ipasavyo. But the spirit himself intercedes for us. Lakini roho mwenyewe hutuombea. With groans that with groans that words cannot express. Kwa uchungu ambaye maneno haiwezi kuelezea. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit. Naye Mungu aichunguzaye mioyo anaijua nia ya roho. Because the spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Kwa sababu roho huwaombea takatifu sawa sawa na mapenzi ya Mungu. So this has been our lead scripture. Kwa hivyo hili limekuwa andiko letu la Mungu. And you can see saying so much there. Na mnaweza kuona kwamba anasema mengi kabisa pale. You see in verse 17 the key Unaona katika mstari wa 17 ilionyeti kabisa. It talks about the crucifixion. Anazungumza kuhusiana na kusulubisha. The crucifixion of the flesh, the carrying of the flesh. Kusulubisha kwa mwili. The carrying of the cross to crucify the flesh. Kusulubisha kwa mwili kubeba msalaba ili kusulubisha mwili. The denying of self. Kujikana mwenyewe. And the carrying of cross. Na kubeba msalaba. To crucify the flesh. Ili kwamba kusulubisha mwili. Katika mstari wa 17. And then he says. Halafu anasema what you go through on this earth for righteousness for walking in holiness is nothing compared to the promised glory the hope that is promised the inheritance that is coming let me read a third reference scripture and then we'll begin the book of john chapter 12 john 12 beginning verse 20 our third reference scripture put them together and then propel the service tonight andiko letu la kurejelea la tatu ili tuiweke pamoja halafu sasa tukapate kuendeleza ibada ya usiku wa leo the book of john chapter 12 turn there with me kitabu cha yohana 12 geuka pamoja nami pale from verse 20 kuanzia mstari wa 20 anasema now there were some greeks Why don't we begin verse 12 instead of 20? The triumphant entry. This is now our lead for this night. The next day the great crowd that had come for the feast heard that Jesus 
one was, one was, was on his way to Jerusalem Siku iliyofuata umati mkubwa uliokuwa umekuja kwenye siku kuu walisikia kwamba Yesu angekuja Yerusalemu They took palm branches and went out to meet him shouting Basi wakachukua matawi ya mitende wakatoka kwenda kumlaki huku wakipaza sauti Hallelujah Hosanna Hallelujah Hosanna Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord Amebarikiwa yeye ajaye kwa jina la Bwana Blessed is the king of Israel Amebarikiwa mfalme wa Israeli So they were using the messianic psalm psalm 118 Hivyo basi walikuwa wanatumia ile zaburi ya Masia ile zaburi 118 Beginning verse 26 there Kuanzia mstari wa 26 pale We can even get there right away Tunaweza kwenda pale moja kwa moja Psalm 118 the messianic psalm Kitabu cha zaburi 118 zaburi ya Masia Psalm 118 verse 26 down Zaburi 27 Zaburi 118 mstari wa 26 hadi 27. Turn with me there blessed people. Geuka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa. And he says. Na anasema, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Anabarikiwa yule ajaye kwa jina la Bwana. From the house of the Lord we bless you. Kutoka katika nyumba ya Bwana tunakubariki. The Lord is God. Bwana ndiye Mungu. And he has made his light shine upon us. Naye ametuangazia nuru yake. With again with bowls in hand join the festive procession mkiwa na matawi mikononi unganeni kwenye maandamano ya sikukuu up to the horn of the altar hadi kwenye pembe za madhabahu and he goes on you are my god anaendelea wewe ni mungu wangu and i'll give you thanks nami nitakushukuru you are my god wewe ni mungu wangu and i'll exalt thee i'll exalt you nami nitakutukuza give thanks to the lord mshukuruni bwana for he is and his love endures forever na upendo wake wadumu milele so let us go back to john 12 now kwa hivyo wacha turudi tena kwenye kitabu cha yohana 12 so now you understand that they were giving thanks they were celebrating as jesus was making the triumphant entry to jerusalem hivyo basi sasa mnaelewa kwamba walikuwa wanapeana shukrani walikuwa wanasherehekea wakati yesu alikuwa anaingia yerusalemu kwa kishindo and they were using the messianic psalm na walikuwa wanatumia ile zaburi ya kimasia. The psalm that they knew belonged to Yeshua. Ile zaburi ambayo walijua ya kwamba ni ya Masia. Yeshua Hamashiach. Yeshua Hamashiach. They, they knew that this, only the Messiah is received like that. Walijua kwamba ni Masia tu pekee yake anayepokelewa namna hivyo. And so, na kwa hivyo, at this point, katika wakati huu, and let me just explain this to you as we begin this. Wacha niwaeleze tu hii tunapoanza hii. There are three feasts. Ya kwamba kunayo karamu tatu. That are mandatory. Ambayo ni muhimu kabisa lazima. The three feasts that are a must in Israel. Kunazo karamu tatu, siku kuu tatu ambazo ni muhimu kabisa lazima Israeli. And one of them is this one. Na mojawapo ni hii. This particular feast. Hii siku kuu karamu kabisa. Hii siku kuu ya Pasaka. People have to come from all over the world. Watu lazima watoke kote kote duniani. So you can imagine how full Jerusalem was. Hivyo so basi, many pilgrims are full there. Hivyo basi mnaweza kuwazia jinsi ambavyo Yerusalemu ilikuwa imejaa pomoni, ilikuwa imejaa kabisa. And that's why they came out. So when he says a lot of people came out, then you can have the picture. So many people from all over the world have thronged Jerusalem watu, to observe this feast. Watu wengi wengi kabisa kutoka kote kote ulimwenguni walikuwa wamekuja Yerusalemu ili kuzingatia hii sikukuu. The Hebrew people. Watu wa Ibrania. 
to observe this feast. So when he says they came out to sing this, they really came out to receive him. And then he says, John chapter 12 verse 14, Jesus found a young donkey and yes. sat upon it. Yesu akamkuta mwana punda akampanda. And it is written as it is written. Kama ilivyoandikwa. Do not be afraid O daughter of Zion. Usiogope ewe binti Sayuni. The other version say daughter Zion. Ile tafsiri zingine zinasemea kwamba binti Sayuni. See your king is coming. Tazama mfalme wako anakuja. Seated on a donkey's colt. Amepanda mwana punda. At first his disciples did not understand at all. Didn't understand this at all. Only after Jesus had been glorified, then they realized that these things had been written about him and they had to be done he, they had he had and that they had to be done these things to him. Lakini Yesu alipotukuzwa ndipo walipokumbuka kuwa mambo haya yalikuwa yameandikwa kwa ajili yake na alitendewa yeye. So he's talking about the triumphant entry of the Messiah. Kwa hivyo anazungumza kuhusu kuingia kwa kishindo kwa Masia. Into Jerusalem. Katika Yerusalemu. And in the book of Luke is more elaborate. Na katika kitabu cha Luka ni kufasaha kabisa. As we are going to turn there. Kama vile tunaenda kugeukia pale. Very shortly. Kwa muda usio kwa mrefu. And then he goes on to say. Halafu anaendelea kusema. Verse 17. Now the crowd that was with him when he had raised Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people because they had heard that he had given this miraculous sign they went out to meet him. Watu wengi kwa sababu walikuwa wamesikia kwamba alikuwa ametenda muujiza huu kabisa wa maajabu hivyo wakaenda kumlaki. See this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world is gone after him. Those are now the Pharisees speaking. Hivyo mafarisayo walipoona hayo wakawaambiana mnaona hamuwezi kufanya lolote angalieni ulimwengu wote unamfuata yeye. So the Pharisees say to one another. Kwa hivyo mafarisayo wakaambiana This is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has followed Jesus has gone after him. So they were disturbed by that. So now Jesus predicts his death verse 20. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the feast basi palikuwepo wa yunani fulani miongoni mwa wale waliokuwa wamekwenda kuabudu katika sikukuu they came to philip wakamjia filipo who was from bethsaida ambaye alikuwa mwenyeji wa bethsaida and as you will see bethsaida was more of a very gentle settlement full there there were a lot of gentiles that also settled at bethsaida na kama vile mtakavyoona ni kwamba bethsaida kulikuwepo na watu mataifa wengi kabisa ambao walikaa kule bethsaida and so bethsaida was mixed even gentiles settled there hivyo basi bethsaida ilikuwa mji ambao umechanganyika hata watu mataifa walikaa huko and that's where philip came from and the name philip itself is a greek name actually came from greek na ndiko Filipo alitoka hata jina Filipo lenyewe ni jina la Kiyunani. They came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in the Galilee. Wakamjia Filipo ambaye alikuwa mwenyeji wa Bethsaida huko Galilaya. 
with a request. Naombi. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Yesu. The other versions say, let's see what they say. The book of John, chapter 12. I'm reading verses 20, 21. Let us see what the other versions say. John chapter 12. Yohana sura ya 2021 as we begin to develop this this uh, service tonight. King James says. King James anasema, and there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip which was of Bethsaida of Galilee and desired him saying sir we would see Jesus you see how King James put it we would see Jesus in other words all that we would all that we would see Jesus all that we would see Jesus hallelujah hallelujah and then he goes on to say, Philip cometh and telleth Andrew. And Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. So you can tell even the sitting arrangement how it was, how, how, how that arrangement was. Such that they would access Philip first and then next was Andrew and then they would reach the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so this is a very powerful, this is the lead that we've been following. And then they told Jesus. And then, then Philip went to tell Andrew and Andrew and Philip in turn told the Lord Jesus. Jesus replied, the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified I tell you the truth unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies it remains only a single seed but if it dies it produces many seeds the man who loves his life will lose it while the man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life whoever serves me must follow me and where I am my servant also will be my father will honor the one who serves me now my heart is troubled and what shall I say father save me from this hour no it was for this very reason that I came to this hour father glorify your name the voice came from heaven I have glorified it and I will glorify it again I 
The crowd that was there heard it and they said it had thundered. Another said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus said this voice was, was for your benefit not mine. Now is the time for the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Christ will remain forever. So how come you say the son of man must be lifted up? Who is this son of man? Then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you still have the light before the darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light while you still have it. So that you may become sons of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. And so we can continue on, we'll continue, but this really sets up, becomes the foundation, the setup of our conversation tonight. Of tonight's message. And so blessed people. You see here too. He raises the crucifixion of the flesh. The losing of self. Dying. And resurrecting. Dying. And then the newness of life. First Peter chapter 221. First Peter 2.21 First Peter chapter 2 verse 21 He says To this you were called because Christ suffered for you leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Again that crucifixion of the flesh that because Christ suffered for you then he's using this to define his church that the church of Christ the true church of Christ is the church that will take the steps of Christ and follow step and step like that. And if those steps lead to the cross, she will also head 
that way. Na kama hizo hatua na nyoyo hizo zinaongoza hadi kwenye msalaba, basi ataenda namna hiyo. If Christ carries his cross. Kama Kristo anaobeba msalaba wake. She will also carry her cross. Yeye pia atabeba msalaba wake. And crucify her flesh. Na kusulubisha mwili wake. So he say. Kwa hivyo anasema. That to this you were called. Ya kwamba kwa hii kwa ajili ya hii ninyi mliitwa. Because Christ Jesus suffered for you. Kwa sababu Kristo Yesu aliteseka kwa ajili yenu. Leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Akiwaachia kielelezo ili mzifuate nyayo zake. That you may suffer with him. Ili kwamba mpate kuteseka pamoja naye. He left you that trail of suffering that you may suffer with him Ali, that then be glorified on that day when he comes. Aliwaachia hiyo kielelezo ya mateso ili kwamba mpate kuteseka pamoja naye ili kwamba mpate kutukuzwa pamoja naye atakapokuja. The book of Acts chapter 14 21-22. Kitabu cha Matendo sura ya 14 mstari wa 21 hadi 22. Acts 14 21 22 Matendo ya mitume 14 mstari wa 21 hadi 22 Doka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa As we begin to build up on this service Tunapoanza kujenga katika ibada hii Acts chapter 14 21-22 Matendo ya mitume 14 mstari wa 21 hadi 22 They preach the good news Walihubiri habari njema In that city Katika mji huo And one a large number of disciples Na wakavua wafuasi wengi kabisa Then they turned to Lystra Halafu wakarudi Iconium Iconio and Antioch Na Antiochia strengthening the disciples wakiwaimarisha wanafunzi and encouraging them to remain true to the faith Na huku wakiwatia moyo waendelee kudumu katika imani This is what they say to them Angalia kile walichowaambia We must go through many hardships Imetupasa kupitia mateso mengi to enter the kingdom of God Ili kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu Again Tena we must go through many hardships Ni lazima tupitie mateso mengi to enter the kingdom of God Ili kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu Church of Christ of this age Nisikilizeni kanisa la Kristo la majiraha We must go through many hardships Ni lazima tupitie mateso mengi in order to enter the kingdom of God Ili tuingie katika ufalme wa Mungu Nisikilizeni Church of Christ Nisikilizeni kanisa la Kristo We must go through many hardships Ni lazima tupitie mateso mengi heaven the kingdom of god listen to me pastors of this age we must suffer many hardships to that becomes a wake up moment right there for the present day church the book of philippians chapter 1 as we build on this as a preamble and what we are about to see kama utangulizia kile ambacho tuko karibu kuona The book of Philippians Kitabu cha Wafilipi Turn with me there blessed people Geuka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa Again Philippians chapter 1 Wafilipi sura ya kwanza Verse 29 Mstari wa 29 Philippians 1:29 Kitabu cha Wafilipi sura ya kwanza 29 It says Anasema For it has been granted to you kwa maana mmepewa ninyi on behalf of Christ kwa ajili ya Kristo not only to believe on him si tu kumwamini yeye but also to suffer for him bali pia kuteswa kwa ajili yake and so you can imagine the path to righteousness hivyo basi mnaweza kuanzia ile safari barabara ya uhaki the righteousness that the lord demands from the present day church ule uhaki ambao bwana anadai kutoka katika kanisa la sasa hivi and he say naye anasema for it has been granted to you kwa maana mmepewa ninyi on behalf of christ kwa niaba ya kristo not only to believe him sio 
to believe on him but also to suffer for the gospel to suffer for him to suffer for his cause suffer for his ministration ministry hallelujah so suffering has been preordained for the church to the church and I'm talking to a generation a church that does not like suffering cannot tolerate suffering I'm talking to a church generation that does not embrace suffering for the gospel. They don't like anything suffering. Matthew chapter 11 verse 29. It says the following. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Then you will find rest for your soul. Meaning, going through hardship. Going through hardship on behalf of Christ. But he's saying that the hardship that has been preordained to you yeah. to the church yeah. you don't go through it alone that is the secret now that the messiah is more than willing to help you yeah. those that choose to walk the way of righteousness yeah. he's able now to help them and bring remission to them. The book of 1st Peter chapter 4. This wonderful introduction to set your hearts and minds in readiness for what we are about to see. That the Lord already preordained for his church suffering hardship suffering and hardship first peter chapter 4 turn with me there First Peter chapter 4 verse 13. He says, But rejoice that you participate in the suffering of Christ. Hey, rejoice. He says, verse 13, But rejoice that you participating, that you are participating in the suffering of Christ. So that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. So the Lord is defining his true church. His true followers. The identity of the true church of Christ today. And he's saying she's a church that has embraced the suffering for the cause of the gospel. She has embraced the suffering of the Lord. She's going to suffer for Christ.